Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid Rubbish writer. Welcome to the worst writer in the world with me, Rufus, and my science genius Ooh. friend, <laughs> <laughs> Professor <laughs> Me. <laughs> yeah, Professor Me, indeed. And you want me to tell you all about gravity to, sh- to show you my <laughs> no, credentials no. of genius? This one's this one's not about gravity. This one's about particle physics. Ah, yeah, which you're also an expert. Well, in. that's very important in particle physics, of course, gravity. Because if you didn't have gravity, then where would all the particles go? <laughs> They'd float away, wouldn't they? They'd float away. They'd float straight away. <laughs> go straight to the moon. <laughs> They'd be attracted to the moon by some force <laughs> that we can't understand. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's magnetic, isn't it? Because it makes the oceans go backwards and forwards. <laughs> yeah, the metal oceans, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what happens there, yes. Mm. All right, so thank you to the British Comedy Guy for hosting this show. Thanks to our lovely patrons on Patreon for paying us for this show. And thanks to you for listening to this show, Howard. I'm specifically talking to you. I've, I'm really, time. I've not been listening. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> then I withdraw my thanks. <laughs> I lie, of course, I lie, of course. Of course I've been listening and I've been loving it. What a fun time we had last week. <laughs> well, in that case, let's start with the plot so far. Uh, but we'll start at the beginning, shall we? Because this mm. is a this is a story about some journalists. Correct. Called well, one in particular called Penny, mm. and her sidekick photographer Carl, who's got <laughs> tins on his head for some reason and wants to sleep with her, but she's not interested. No. Right. So Penny and her sidekick Carl mm. are investigating a summit where some people are meeting to talk about. Particle physics and a company is creating yes. energy. A company called Eon is creating energy and um, cheap energy. Yes, and uh, well, I spoke to our lawyers, the worst writer in the world lawyers, about Eon, yeah. and I said it was spelled yeah. differently and everything. But they said that we're, it's not good enough and it's too similar, so we're going to have to change it. So from now on, we're going to be um, using an energy company called British Gus. Um, <laughs> So that's what we're going to be saying yeah, from now I'm on. I'm afraid the lawyers have just been on, been on the phone to me. Well, and they say that uh, yeah. our friend Gus is really unhappy. Oh, no. You know, British Gus. Yeah, of course, you know, British Gus, right? Not French Gus. Not, oh, it is no, not Gus. French Gus. <laughs> no, no, I'm fine with this. But, but British Gus is yeah. all like, oh, you pair of bastards. <laughs> So, uh, what happened in episode two? In episode two, we met someone called Donald Children. (laughs) Or Don Child, for short. And he was watching the building of British Gus, formerly known as Eon. (laughs) And actually still known as Eon. Don't worry, everybody. We're not going to really do that. No, we're not going to do that. But then, he got a number with his machine and then disappeared into the ground. That's right, right? yes. He fell into the ground. That was weird. And then Penny and Carl tried to lie their way into uh, the summit building by making fake ideas, <laughs> right? But that didn't work. It didn't work. It worked. It worked very poorly. It anti-worked, especially for so, Carl, 
who yeah, got, got, his, got, his, got his head restrained. And then got his head immediately and Penny was like, fuck this, I better dress up as a clown. Quick. <laughs> yeah. So Penny needed a backup plan. Mm. And let's find out how that backup plan is working, shall we? Yes, let's. All right, so you might remember that Penny stole some makeup and water to make herself look ill. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's usually the, that's the opposite effect, isn't it? Water and makeup usually make people look better, don't they? <laughs> make you look, make you look mm. like you've got a hangover, you wake up, you're mm. like, give me some water, pass mm. me my makeup. Mm. Okay, uh, now I can leave the house. No, Penny's bucking the trends. Yeah. Penny closes her eyes and collapses into a camera crew. So she's made herself look sick and then she's like, oh, she's fainted. <laughs> she's pretending yeah. to faint, hasn't she? That's what she's done. All right, next scene. Exterior Paris day. Wow. I mean, that's very non very specific, is it? Exterior Paris. <laughs> Narrow it down a bit, Howard. <laughs> do, you want us to, do you want us to shoot this scene on every street in Paris? <laughs> yeah. An unmarked van with British plates is parked illegally and there's an expert's voice. I assume it's coming out of the van. Could be an expert on what? It doesn't specify. <laughs> Porcelain. Let's go with that. <laughs> okay. This is clearly, so, anyway. clearly from the <laughs> mink period. Mink. <laughs> I'm, I'm an expert on porcelain, and I know that this van is from the mink period. <laughs> yes. Always good when Howard writes an expert on something. No. Um. This is what we. Okay. This is what we call a moon dog. <laughs> This is what we call a moon dog. So it's a dog expert. I am an expert on moon dogs, <laughs> specifically. Dogs. Not not all dogs. That's a wide subject. You need to know a lot to be a dog expert. But I know a moon dog when I see one. Yeah. <laughs> that is one. Well, who doesn't? It's a dog on the moon, right? I mean, <laughs> if you're on the moon and you find a dog, I mean, you're just going to say, that's a moon dog, right? <laughs> that's a moon dog. Unless it's dead yeah. and floating, then you go, that's just a dog from Earth that got here by accident. <laughs> <laughs> now, when we switched off the dog gravity, that floated up here. That, that, flo that dead floating dog, that's Laika, right? Is that what he's called? The Russian dog? <laughs> like, yeah, but yeah. if the dog's walking around... That's that's a live that's, that's a moon dog, yeah. That's a live, that's a live guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thing is, you're absolutely right. If if you went to the moon and there were dogs there, you would call them moon dogs. I would. And then you would also have to make, to make a difference, you would start calling regular dogs earth dogs. I the would. only reason we don't call them earth dogs now is because there's nothing to different. There aren't any space dogs or moon dogs okay so we don't say earth dogs but they are all dogs that we know of are earth dogs that's true but you wouldn't immediately start calling them earth dogs it would take a while for that <laughs> i kind would of like... no i'd be, I'd be straight <laughs> on yeah, I'm, I'm basically waiting for that moment i've been waiting my whole life I to mean, start calling them earth dogs why okay? wait why not i'll be really excited why? it finally happened why not just start now because <laughs> people look at me strangely when i say oh that's a nice earth dog you've got. can i pet him yeah and they're like no fuck off can window. i give him an earth bone <laughs> No, put your trousers back on. <laughs> like, people don't like it. Yeah. So when we discover moon dogs, mm. people will be more accepting of me and my earth bones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, we're be we may be being a bit um, unfair to this expert because actually he's going to explain what a moon dog is. Yeah, it's a dog on the moon, isn't it? Apparently not, according oh. to this expert. <laughs> it doesn't sound like an expert to me. What is he going to say, isn't it? So this is sheep on Pluto? What's he talking about? But anyway, this is what we call a moon dog, which is a sheep <laughs> on Pluto. Anyway, I'm an expert. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for giving me money to, to come on your radio show. Oh, no, who let him on? 
That's why people don't believe experts anymore because ex- <laughs> experts Cause, keep cause going on the radio <laughs> and telling you that a moon dog is a sheep that lives on Pluto. <laughs> yeah. This is what we call a moon dog, a lunar halo caused by a refraction of the moonlight by ice crystals. Wow. So get your head around that. That's what he actually said. That's good. Because I thought you were going to say um, caused by ice cream when you started that sentence. And I was like, this is weird. What's going on? A lunar halo caused by a refraction of the moonlight by ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Mint chocolate chip. Mm. Interior van day. We're inside the van now. So in the passenger seat is Tucker. Tucker. Tucker, 38, a mouthy, frenetic American. Oh, my God. In his lap, a computer tablet displays a sat-nav. Wow, this is technical. In the driver's seat is his British colleague, Burbank, 50, quiet, rotund and balding. You're really interested in how much hair these people have. <laughs> well, no, actually, no, and how bold they are. You didn't mention Tucker's hair at all. This is one of those script things. I've talked to you about this before in the past, um, yeah. where questions start arising, because most scripts are written by white men, about yeah. what information you should include. And often in scripts, I'm going serious now, often in scripts they will say, this person is black. And it's like, yes. why have you mentioned that they're black, but you've not mentioned that any uh, the colour of any of the other characters so far? Does that mean yeah. we should assume that they're all white? And it's it's your default position, isn't yeah. it? So you're a hairy person, yes. so you point out bald yes, people. Exactly. You're a white person, so you point out mm-hmm. black people, for example. Yeah. And you're a man, mm. so when a female character finally turns up, yeah. she goes, "Ear and female, sir." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Yes. In her dialogue, tells you that she's a woman, just in case you haven't known. So if there's no character description, <laughs> assume that they are a <laughs> they are you, thirty-eight they year are... old white man with hair and a big penis. <laughs> yeah, who is really good at writing and comedy. Yes, really good at writing. <laughs> yeah. All right, so they listen to the radio. Mm-hmm. And on the radio, we've got, um, but it's not normal for this effect to last more than one night, is it? That much is true. And it must be said, it's taken a very unique form. Yeah, could, could you could you describe that unique form? Is it like a load of plates <laughs> that... Um, Piled <laughs> on top of one another, oh, right. kind of. So they're so they're talking about the fact that there's loads of moons. Yes, they are. Ah, yeah. oh, right. And so this whole moon. What do you think dog, they were talking about? I don't know. I wasn't keeping up with the conversation at all. I thought they were talking about moon dogs and and sheep on Pluto <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> they definitely were. They, right? they were for ages. Yeah, that's weird. That right. So this whole moon dog thing is is like the experts actually making it up, making stuff up to cover. He's trying to explain that 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 pile of plates, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah. Well, when you look up at the sky and it looks like a big pile of plates, we call that a moon dog. Do you believe me now? Or do I seem to have integrity now? Yeah. I mean, it, I was talking about a big pile of plates and everyone was like, oh, he's unstupid. Mm. But then I called it a moon dog and now they're on my side. Yes. And the radio presenters like, but it's not normal for this effect to last more than one night, is it? I mean, we've Ooh. all seen a big pile of plates in the sky <laughs> no, called yeah. a moon dog before, but it doesn't usually last more than one night. No. That much is true, and it must be said it's taken a very unique form. Static interrupts the radio. So we're with uh, Tucker and Burbank, Ooh. who are in a van listening to the radio. They should put on a podcast like The Worst Writer in the World. They should, but instead of that, they're listening to someone talk about moon dogs. <laughs> Which, I mean, actually, in reality, of course, the only place you can hear a man talk about moon dogs <laughs> is on the worst writer in the world. OK. Static interrupts the radio. <laughs> Spankman. 
Hooray! Spackman. 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 <laughs> I can't believe you made a character called Spackman. Spackman, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hi, my name's Spackman. <laughs> okay. And then we've also got Zelda. Zelda? Zelda coming Fucking up. Fucking hell. Um, static interrupts the radio. <laughs> Heads up, gents. We've got a faller. Wow. Says Spackman's voice. Next scene, interior, satellite control, Eon Day. Mm. This large room is lit solely by the countless banks of monitors. Wow. <laughs> solely by hundreds <laughs> of light sources. Yeah. Me. Dozens of non-uniformed computer whizzes. <laughs> Are at work. I mean, do we say computer? People say computer whiz kid, right? Mm. But do you say computer whiz? <laughs> I do, yeah. Say that? I say computer whiz. I know you do. I've got the proof right here in my hand. Yeah. But is that, I don't know, I feel like whizzes felt wrong, but computer whiz, I suppose you might say it. It might be a thing that people might say. Yes, they do. Whiz. And they say it uh, all the time every day. <laughs> Well, I can't disagree, can I? I no. mean, you must be right. Impro proves me right. All right, so um, dozens of non-uniformed computer whizzes mm. are at work, mm. and that is correct. <laughs> Spackman, a wired nerd, ah. he's, got, he's got wires on as well. He's a wired nerd. Works a huge monitor screen from a small touchpad. Oh, wow. A sea of computer code streams across it. Burbank's voice. Well. <laughs> uh, Spackman says... One sec, Zelda, patch in Navstar 2. <laughs> this is one of those scenes that happen so often in movies where yeah. there's just, uh, basically for about a minute, no one really says anything that means anything. <laughs> They're just talking made up language. This happens in movies so often. That... Sure, what he should have said is Pac-Man it in. <laughs> Could you Pac-Man in Navstar? Pac-Man in Pac- Pac-Star 2. <laughs> She's like, oh, I can't let it. I was trying to eat a ghost, so I ate I, was, and... I wanted to do that, but I could not do it because I, I was busy eating a ghost. <laughs> she went a bit French then, didn't she? <laughs> All right. So let's see what Spackman's up to. <laughs> I know it's meant to be pronounced Spackman, but that's not much better, is it? Spack. I mean, Spackman is more ridiculous, but Spack- no, it's not. It's Spackman. supposed to be pronounced Spackman. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his, his cool hacker name. She's not really anyway. called Zelda. That's like the Legend of Zelda, isn't it? They're not real names. Are these are they made up? Names, Th- these are, are the whiz. These are the whiz whizzes. Oh, what, so these you, are computer whizzes. So are you honestly saying that she's called Zelda because she likes Legend of Zelda? Yeah. And he's called Spackman because he <laughs> likes. <laughs> he like he's called Spackman because he likes Spackman. <laughs> Which is a version of Spackman. He's they, like Pac-Man. I think I'm going to call myself Pac-Man, guys. <laughs> so I went, no. That's, I don't think you should call yourself Pac-Man. Imagine going to the shops. They're like, what's your name? Like, or you're going to go to your doctor's. That's not what happens. Yeah, yeah. When gonna... you go to the shops, I'm going to buy these free pastels, please. What's your name? Spackman. You can't have them. You can't have them. Some shops, man. Get out. Yeah. Get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you, this is the past, they might be paying by check. Yeah, right? yeah. He's going to sign his name that's Pac-Man. right yeah. like, you're, you're not you're not having these fruit passes <laughs> you're trying to write a check for yeah. Pac-Man get no, out just because you're, you're trying to write a check no mostly it's the Pac-Man mostly the Pac-Man yeah. 
Spack man. No, what I'm saying is he's suggesting Pac Man first. Oh yeah, and yeah. they're going. Don't, ah, don't yeah. call yourself Pac Man because when you go to the uh, to the bank and you're like, "Hi guys, I want to open an account," and they're like, "What's your name?" And it's Pac Man. Yeah. They're, they're gonna, not going to give you an because account. they know they're going to steal their fruit. Eat their ghost. So uh, it's like just add an S on the front. No, and they sorry. sorry, we're not going to let you eat our ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I meant Spac Man. Um, oh, yeah, by all means, sir. Welcome. Here's your account. Here's your mm. overdraft. Yeah. Um, Million pounds, a million pound over there, Mr. Spackman. <laughs> it's just Spackman, this, yeah. but this is Miss Spackman. Don't call me Mr. Spackman. Although, yeah, this is yeah, my, yeah, my, yeah, Mrs. This is my sister, Mrs. Spackman. Mr. Spackman was my father's name. <laughs> so, Spackman, hey, <laughs> and Zelda are tracking something using computer satellite movie technology. Wow. <laughs> and meanwhile, talking to Tucker. And Burbank, who are in the van, mm-hmm. on the radio. <laughs> All right, so it's a bit confusing. We've got Spackman and Zelda at, like, mission control using the technology. Yes. And we've got Tucker and Burbank in the van, and they're talking to each other on the radio. That's how, that's how this is working. So anyway, so Zelda says, uh, on it. Hmm. And then it says, Zelda, a bubblegum goth, wow. attacks her laptop keyboard. <laughs> Get that fuck off! <laughs> Fucking keyboard. <laughs> hey, hey, dude, what you doing? Shut up, Spackman. I'm hammering my keyboard, okay? It's just something I like to do. Mm. On the monitor screen, the satellite provides a map which zooms gradually in. Mm. Okay, says Spackman. Okay, I'm sending you the exact location now. Exterior street, sane day on the river. The van screeches to a halt in the busy road. Horns honk. As the van holds up the traffic. Mm. A moped swerves and the rider almost takes a spill as the doors of the van swing open without a care. Wow. Tucker and Burbank leap out and dart across the road, dodging the hectic traffic to the riverside. As they push through the throng of tourists and Parisian lovers. It's an interesting choice. In this crowd, there are only tourists and lovers Mm -hmm. and nothing else. No workers, no no people ex, no joggers. Well, no, they're at work, aren't they? The yeah, joggers. but no joggers, no well, dog they're, walkers. They're jogging. <laughs> they're not in the streets. This, this is a crowd specifically for those two types of people, and, and there's probably police, like not in it because that would ruin it, but around it, stopping it. Excuse me, are you, excuse me, are you a tourist or a lover? Yes. Like, oh, neither. I'm just yeah. walking my dog. Okay, go please. <laughs> you cannot go in the tourist and the lovers crowd. I am a chef. I'm trying to put my duck in a hole. Can I be here? No. Oh, unless you love the duck. I love a duck. Very okay, much. you can go in, but the duck can't. Okay. And it, my duck is a tourist. Oh, okay. I love my both, tourist duck. Oh, you can both go in, then it is okay. So mathematics does not eradicate oh, my duck. Wait a minute. You're not lying to me, are you? Okay, quick, restrain his head. Stand you tell me that don't try to tell me that digging joke. No, let me just want they didn't try to commit suicide. Shut up you. Do not try this, okay? And I have heard this joke before from an English person earlier. Maybe he wanted to get Cats work. Have you thought about that? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, get his his duck. Get his duck and throw him out of here. He is not a lover. 
So Burbank says, You got anything? <laughs> and Tucker says, Not yet. Mm. You got anything, Tucker? Not yet, boy, boy bank. <laughs> That's what they should use their names as their opening scene. Yes, good. You got anything? Have you got anything, Tucker? Mm. He's turning into Prince Phyllis. Prince Phyllis. Prince. He's turning into Prince Phyllis. <laughs> good, it's me, Prince Phyllis. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm married to the Queen, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. You got anything, Tucker? Not yet, boy bank. But then, silently, unnoticed by most, through a plump white cloud... Mm. A black clad figure drops. Mm. Okay. So it is. It's someone falling through the sky. Uh, Tucker says, Boy Bank, look over here. Tucker and Burbank push through the crowd to race towards the falling man. The falling man comes down with a splash in the Seine. Leaping the gate, Tucker hurries down the steps to the river. Uh-huh. Burbank pursues with less grace. Because he's an old man. Yeah. Can't keep up with Tucker. As the falling man swims to shore, mm. Tucker is waiting with a friendly hand to help. Mm. For someone who has just fallen several hundred feet out of mid-air into a river, yeah. the falling man looks good. Hey, he does. He is fit and hey. keen-eyed. Ooh. His face... His cock is out. <laughs> it is big and yeah. good. Oh, I am on it. Oh, I am on it. <laughs> he has got a howard attached. <laughs> right in it. He is fit and keen-eyed. His face, a mixture of scoundrel and hero. He is, the fucking... he is being played by Harrison Ford. <laughs> he is forcing a woman to kiss him like usual. Yeah, he is. <laughs> it is a face that women are drawn to beyond their control. Oh, yes, what? it is. He's got a magnetic, yeah, he's got a magnetic face. Magnetic, and magnetic face. Jesus Look God. at my face. Don't you want to do sex on it? Yes, please. <laughs> The falling man takes Tucker's hand, who helps him up. Oh, but thank you. in his other hand, oh, Tucker oh, holds a taser. Oh, my God. Before the falling man knows what is happening, Tucker has tased Tease him it. and he is down. Oh, fucking hell. Exterior, street, sane, moments later. Mm-hmm. Tucker and Burbank carry the falling man up the steps. It's weird that he's, he's still falling, is he? <laughs> he's like... He, he up the steps. Left. He falls up some steps. <laughs> he was being carried. He falls up some steps. Very yeah. confusing direction. Yeah. Uh, Howard, I'm not sure we can do this. What mm. if he's the being carried man at this point? Is that yeah, okay? changing yeah. name quick. <laughs> Tucker and Burbank carry the being carried by Tucker and Burbank man <laughs> up the steps. Yeah. <laughs> Burbank struggling all the way. Oh. Couldn't you have waited till we were at the bloody van? To taser him, I yes. suppose. Yes, yeah. okay. Could have yeah. made him walk and then tase him at the van. Yeah. Good, good point, Burbank. <laughs> Thank you. I thought it was a good point. Anyway, do you want to hit my joke about going to the swimming pool with my kids? <laughs> do you know anything about a chicken crossing? Uh, right? I'll tell you what I think about a chicken crossing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you yeah, what yeah, I think yeah, about yeah. it, right? Uh, you think that probably it was a gas. <laughs> Probably crossing the road because of the gas works. Get, <laughs> get off my head! <laughs> get off my head! <laughs> All right, so a man just fell out of the sky yeah. and into the river. Yes. All right, Tucker and Burbank pulled him out of the river right. and then tasered him and kidnapped him. Mm. All right, that, that's what that's where we are yeah. at the moment. Like he wasn't having a rough enough day as it was, falling out of the sky, <laughs> getting all wet. Yeah. So like, let's taser him and put him in a van. Do you what, Tucker? That, that bloke doesn't seem like he's having a bad enough day. <laughs> yeah, let's go and sort him out. <laughs> Have you got your taser? Mm. It seems like they've got a reason. We don't know what it is, right? But 
I think they might have a reason because since Spackman is tell, <laughs> telling them where, <laughs> telling them where yeah. to find this falling man, and then they ran off and tased and um, and kidnapped him immediately. They just don't it seems like, like they're up to. They something. just don't like wet men. That's my guess. <laughs> <laughs> People move out of the way as they carry the unconscious man across the street out into the oncoming traffic. Wow. A concerned civilian has alerted a policeman and points out Tucker and Burbank. Get the man that fell out of this guy into a river. That's a good scene. Oh, it's like a good extra kind of like pointing <laughs> something out. An extra who's not allowed to yeah. speak but is is acting their heart yeah. out nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> if you could see this, you would really appreciate this at home. It's amazing. <laughs> Using facial acting from Rufus there. I, I tried to put a bit of noise in so they can just imagine my eyebrows jumping mm. about like like squirrels. Mm. <laughs> like squirrels, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't know this about Rufus's eyebrows, but he just <laughs> feed them nuts. Yeah, and they have tails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, Tucker and Burbank deposit the body in the back of the van, shackling him in Ooh. beside another figure who lies face down. Ooh. So they're just going around kidnapping people in their van. Kidnapping people that have fallen out of the sky, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah, Specifically. maybe. Specifically. <laughs> They've got the they've got a Spackman. Spackman's telling them, "Hey, another man fell out of the sky, guys, yeah. and and go and get him and put him in your van." <laughs> That's what's going on here, right? Spackman's Spack telling man. them where people are. Spackman. Spackman. Spackman's, <laughs> Spackman's using his satellite yeah. to to spot people yeah. falling out of the sky, and then he tells Tucker and Burbank, and they go and get him yeah. and, and put him in a van. <laughs> That's what's going the thing on. Think about Spackman, right? Is that um, clearly? Yeah, what's the thing about Spackman? <laughs> well, I think that Spackman, like, because he's he's chosen to call himself Spackman, right? I don't think that was his mum that called him that, right? He's not called Fred. He's not called Fred Spackman or anything. Is he? That's you know, he's, he's he's into all things geeky. He's a total geek, right? Right. And so he also likes Pokemon, and the <laughs> and the plot of Pokemon is you've got to catch them all. So when he sees a man falling out of the sky, he's like, "Hey, you got to go catch that man." And like, and when he's got all the men and he's put them into like a, <laughs> it's got a folder. He's got all fifty-two. Yeah, falling men are just the beginning. Mm. Okay, now I'm going to get the not falling men. That's going. That's a big job, longer. but I've got to catch them all. Mm. All the men. That's right. The, well, the falling men are like the shiny ones you get in a packet of panini, right? <laughs> yeah, They're the... the best ones. So he's just yeah, he's just got he's just got a collection basically. That's what we know. He's the villain. He's definitely the main villain. Spack man is behind it all, and he's collecting <laughs> men. But he's not really the main villain because he's collecting them for someone else. Who is he collecting the men for? Hello, thank you very much, man. Have you collected me lots of men? <laughs> All right, so the policeman tentatively and fearfully crosses the road, but just as the policeman reaches the van, Ooh. it roars off. Amazing. Next scene, interior van continuous. I think I've pulled something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this man. <laughs> you might have seen him. I just put him in the back of the van. I think I pulled him. That's not how you pull people. <laughs> By injecting them and shoving them in your van and shackling them. No, no, I, I think I've pulled no. here. <laughs> no, you've not. Static. Spackman's voice. Gentleman. Bad news. Apparently, I can't go around calling myself Spackman because <laughs> that's really stupid. <laughs> Turns out my mum called me Keith. No, his name's Spieven Ackman, right? <laughs> he's just shortened it. Spieven. Spieven Ackman. And he's shortened yeah. it. <laughs> Spieven. My name's Spieven Ackman. <laughs> 
but I, but I shortened it to Spackman because I thought Spiven Spackman <laughs> <laughs> was a really stupid yes. name, and I wanted a normal name like Spackman, yeah, like, and that like when people Mom, take me seriously. Why did you call me Spiven? <laughs> yeah. Shut up and go to bed, mm. Spackman. <laughs> It was like the it was the pre, it was the priest at the christening. He just like couldn't spell or something. He wrote down Stephen instead of Stephen, and it was it's all it's, and the rest is history. Or there are all as as that priest like to say, the rest is history. The rest is history. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh no, no. Come down. Come back downstairs. <laughs> don't go upstairs. You don't know what happens up there. And the rest was history. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's what that should be in there. It's like, and of course, um, <laughs> Henry Rollins ate the lollipop and thought he recognised the taste of vagina on it. And so, so he took Sally and Mead upstairs, the and the rest is history. <laughs> yes, it's <laughs> true. All right, so, gentlemen, bad news. Oh no. Um, Tucker says, "Oh hell no! What about Cage's team? What? Zelda." Uh, Zelda's voice. They are in the A team. They're in the A team. <laughs> they are in the A team. <laughs> Zelda's voice says, They are in the A team, Van. <laughs> <laughs> Spackman's voice, They're way over town, gents. What's going on? Who are. Who's in the A team, Van? Is it the A team? Cage's team. No, Cage's team is in the A team, right. Van. So that's weird. So what's going on here? Basically, they're, they're looking oh, for. Oh, right, yes. So Spackman is phoning them again to say there's another falling man. Is that what. Oh, that's what's happening in my memory of this script so. there's more than one falling man i think that other yeah. guy in the back of the hand's probably another falling man this is spoilers i think that's good i think we need to be spoiled right because there's people falling out of the sky and another thing that we yeah. know is that donald children mm. fell into the ground when he used his transporter it said he fell yes that's what it called it, right? So I feel like we're going to... We don't know yet, but we're going to discover there's some link between him falling into the ground and other people falling out of the sky. I don't know. That sounds right? like a leap of logic to me. Um, <laughs> two diff very different things. Well, that's just my guess. That's just my guess. Uh, but but meanwhile, Burbank, Tucker and Burbank are collecting falling men yes. in the back of their van yes. and they're being told where they are by... Backman. <laughs> it's not at all. It's not even slightly confusing. It's all really easy to keep up with. Yeah, it is. There's a couple of blokes collecting falling men in Paris, and they're being told where they might be by Spackman and Zelda. It's fine. And there's another and and Cage Xander Cage from the Triple X. Oh, yeah. He's in the A Team van for some reason, and he's also collecting. <laughs> he's also collecting falling men, but he's. In a different arrondissement. Too far away because of right. the yeah, because he's in the A team van, which is miles yeah. away. In, Amer in America, All probably. Right. But I think what we need to take from this scene is there's people falling mm. out of the sky, and there's other people in various vans collecting them. Yes, got to catch them all. Exterior World Heritage Center day. All right, so this is where Penny was like Ooh, trying to get in. Right, we're going back to her, I guess. Right. I don't know. Ooh, is that what she sounds like? <laughs> She's uh, she was poor. She was. Mm. It's uh, oh, I've just, I'm just, I'm just going to dress up as a clown. And then, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I remember going on with her. Anyway, a newscaster speaks into camera. Put into place a du jour monopoly. In layman's terms, this coercive monopoly. Interior Infirmary, World Heritage Centre, day. A nurse 
tens to penny as a TV plays this very news report if agreed by the UN would grant exclusive privilege to the E.ON group to be the sole provider of energy across the entirety of the United Nations and perhaps eventually the world. Wow, that is a monopoly du jour, isn't it? Yeah, E.ON are going to like stop providing energy for everyone. They're going to like get rid of British gas. They're going to get rid of yep. E.ON. <laughs> The actual company, E.ON. They're going to get rid of Scottish Power. They're going to get... There's the three I know. As the nurse finishes with her, Penny immediately slides off the bed and slips out. Slides off. She's like onto the floor. She just like rolls (laughs) off. Yeah, the nurse. Turns out the nurse wasn't very good at her job because she didn't put Penny on that bed very well. (laughs) And also she lubricated Mm. it first, which is bad. Bad nurse. Don't lubricate beds first, Mm. nurse. Basically, what happened is that Penny pretended to be ill. Yes. Went and fell into a camera crew. And obviously, because she was ill, they took her inside the The heavily heavily guarded building, um, gave her to a nurse. And the Mm. nurse is quite bad at her job. Not only did she lubricate that bed, but she also is not paying attention to who's meant to be there and who isn't. Right. So Penny is... Penny has made it into the building. What happened to Carl? Him. Who cares? <laughs> right. Who is he? Who knows? He's in prison now. He's been. He's, he's in prison, for. having his head restrained right now. <laughs> 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 and Penny does not care about yeah, it. Yes, what people don't realise about the prisons in France, of course, is they are <laughs> run by Doctor Who and his companions. <laughs> Interior plenary hall. Plenary hall. What's a plenary hall? Does that mean something? Plenary Hall is the name of uh, one of the halls within the, the, the centre, I would imagine. It's called Plenary Hall. Do you know what the word plenary means? Because I don't know that. Shall I look it up? What the word plenary means? Yeah, of course I know what the word plenary means. <laughs> OK, you tell me while I look it up to verify your answer. OK, the word, pl- the word plenary, <laughs> of course, yeah. means um, when... You know when, like, Hannibal in the A-team like, loves yeah. it when, when a, a plen comes together? <laughs> so weak. But, like, sometimes when a plan comes together, it's a hairy plan. And then it's a plenary. <laughs> so, basically, it's a it's I a love doc- it when a hairy plan comes together. <laughs> as, as, a- as Hannibal's famous catchphrase went, yeah. I love it when a hairy dog comes together. Yeah. So, whenever whenever Hannibal solves a problem with a, with a, with a dog, that's a plenary. <laughs> so, right, well, if it says um, that in the Webster's um, Dictionary, when Hannibal solves a problem with a dog... <laughs> It's got three possibilities. So, number one, full, complete, entire, absolute, unqualified. For example, plenary powers. Two, attended by all qualified members, fully constituted, a plenary session of Congress. Number three, Hannibal liking it when the (laughs) dog comes together. (laughs) Okay, that one, that one then, the third one. All right, okay. So, um, interior, Hannibal liking it when a dog comes together, hall, UNESCO day. (laughs) All nations are represented here. The more powerful nations on stage, others in the auditorium. Penny sneaks in the back to find the debate running hot. Penny's in the plenary. So, Switzerland... Wait, going to speak first. The, the country? Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of people. They were yelling. We are talking of excluding all competitors from the market by law. 
I have nothing to say about that. I have nothing <laughs> to say about that. That's probably what people that, from Sweden sound that's like. That's my Swiss accent. Yeah, people from Sweden. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Did you say Sweden? No. And if you, re- if you rewind mean... it, you will find that it definitely didn't. That's okay. I mean, you might have been responding to my terrible accent that couldn't have fucking... That's, all, that's too confusing anyway, because, like, uh, because of Dutch people, I get confused. <laughs> Yeah, well, they're always coming around your house and telling you contradictory information, aren't they? <laughs> this is my cheese. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not. That's my plank. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yes. That is oh, a look, thing that This happens. is my cheese. Would you like to see my plank? Look at my cheese and plank. It's the same thing. What wait, the fuck wait, wait, is wait. going on, dude? Okay, no, Sean Connery does not come around and say those things. <laughs> But oh, what have you seen my Dutch cheese? I, I left it on this plank. He oh, used wait to. a minute. That is my cheese. Mm. Uh, we stuck <laughs> it on a plank. Anyway, uh, I think we can all agree a, a fantastic bit of voice acting by Rufus there. Okay, so Switzerland says a thing and then <laughs> yeah. another country says And, and they're not going to say it again, unfortunately, they don't have any more lines. It doesn't matter. And then America. Oh, yeah. America says, how unexpected for Switzerland to be so partisan. Wow. An eruption of mixed response. So lots of people going... Blah, 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 blah. I mean, no, that, I mean that, that's just that's one response. An eruption <laughs> of mixed response would be like, ooh. Some people going, ooh, and then some... Let's patch these together. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Yeah, right. on, you, you do the mixed response. But here's the surprising thing, yep. because in response to that mixed response, mm. a chair speaks. Wow. Right? And I don't know, what, what accent does a chair have? Well, it's Jimberly Smythe, isn't it? So it's Scottish, presumably. Oh, OK. Gentlemen, ladies, please. I was having a really good time just sitting here being a chair. <laughs> being but sat now you've on. Made me, you've made me <laughs> speak and turn back into a person with a mouth. Can I you really, stop I arguing had a with really, each other? I had a really nice arse on me five minutes ago and you made it get <laughs> off. That's probably. Do you think that's why she likes being in a chair so people sit on her? No, I don't think it's a sexual thing for Jim Lee Smythe. I think I she don't just... mean it's in a sexual way, but like being sat on just makes it feel makes it feel warm and farted on. No, no, I don't <laughs> think it's any of those things. <laughs> makes it feel warm it's... and farted on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's an identity. Hold thing on, wait for a second, wait a second, wait, no, no, no. Oh, makes God. it makes it feel warm and farted on. <laughs> I thought you were getting it, so I'm not saying it. I got it. I got it. I heard it like four times. No, no, I don't mean in a sexual way. It just makes it feel warm. I know what you mean. It's not unclear. It's not mysterious. (laughs) It's not inscrutable. It's fucking very clear. Um, Anyway, back to your back to your genius script. No, thank you. Right, so we are at the World Heritage Centre at a, some kind of energy summit and we're watching the representatives of each country debating the energy crisis. Sound really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> some people are never satisfied. Brilliant. They say put an end to oil-dependent society, to corporations destroying the environment, yeah, yeah. to absurd tax breaks... Yeah, yeah. The British PM has an earpiece with the considered pauses in his speech. All right, they're supposed to be considered pauses. I'm skipping them. It is clear to Penny that these are not his words. Someone's feeding him the words. She's doing it really wrong. 
people say bring an end to um, oil dependency. Wait, what? <laughs> say it again. Dependency. 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 What? What is it? Dependency. Dependency. People say bring it out to our dependent puddle puddle puddle. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. No more dependent piddle puddle. <laughs> yeah, it's clear, clear two pennies. <laughs> that he is not making this up himself. Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, tax breaks. <laughs> yes. Um, she scans the room and sees Collins feeding the PM his lines. We saw him Collins, earlier. Yeah, Collins. Collins. De- Collins. Pardly, pardly, Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> and then to oil the pardly, 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 Fucking English assholes. Uh, I'll show them. All right. Absurble verbal tax breaks. <laughs> Absurble verbal tax breaks. It would explain a lot about British politicians. <laughs> if there was somebody yeah, feeding some annoyed them, annoyed Irish them feeding their lines. <laughs> yeah. British PM has an earpiece with the considered pauses in his speech. It is clear to Penny these are not his words. Wow. She scans the room and sees Collins feeding the PM his lines. Along comes Eon, offering fusion, clean, cheap energy, total transparency, and all we do is treat them with mistrust. Next scene, exterior, World Heritage Centre, day. Among the various camped news crews, a fox correspondence. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Why are, the, why are all the news crews camp? <laughs> all right. Among the various camped news crews, a fox correspondent, and I think that means the TV channel, not just a fox that is fox, working for the yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. A fox correspondent is talking to camera. Are voting this very moment. The US, China, <laughs> the Russian Federation and the UK have already made their intentions clear. Still, E.ON require an up front commitment of the approximately 80% of member states to move ahead. Unseen by those below, a black clad figure materialises in mid-air. That's Donald Charles. He's, a, he's below, isn't he? He's in hell. <laughs> yeah. No, but the whole sentence is important here oh. because a black clad figure materialises in mid-air. Wow. Unseen by the people who are below him, you see. Not the right. people in hell. <laughs> it's, it's not, you're not now starting your sentences with unknown <laughs> to the people who are currently in hell, right. Penny goes to the bathroom. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. So does that mean that the people in hell can see him then? Because I haven't it mentioned them. It might do. And no one's seen him because no one's looking up because they're no like you know looking sideways or something. Probably looking east. They're all looking east. No one's looking north. Yeah. No one's looking north and can see him because that's where north is. Here's the thing about a compass, right? Here's yeah, the thing you, about a you've compass. You've never looked at one. Is no, no, no. The thing is, that, like, because there's something very specific about east and west, right? <laughs> The thing about a compass is that, like, if you put it on a wall, right, <laughs> if it's on a wall, north points up and south points down, but no, east no. and west point to the sides. No, but that's not if true. you put the compass on the floor, <laughs> north points forwards, south points backwards, and east and, east and west point to the sides. So it's true that sometimes <laughs> north is in true. space. None and of this is true. Not a single word you said is true. You take the compass and you put it, and you, and you make it horizontal <laughs> instead of vertical. 
Space is north. That's why. That's why I always use east and west just to be safe because I understand that people they know what east and west are. They know that east is to the is east is to the left and west is to the right. No matter where you put the compass. East East is always to the right. And west is always to the left. No matter if it's on a wall or it's on the floor. And space is always up and that's no. why compasses. No, but north no, north is not always up. North is sometimes forwards. If it's on the floor. If the compass is on the floor, but if it's on the wall then north is space. And that's why it's safe to only use east and west. That's all I'm saying. If you're a right give me some not advice. Safe using any any science of any type, <laughs> even something as simple as north, east, south, and west, it's not safe. Well, for I'm, you. I'm making it. I'm helping people at home if they're thinking of writing a book and they want to describe a direction. I'm just telling them that they should, if they want to err on the side of caution, they should use east or west. Because if they mention north, people might think they mean space. <laughs> Yeah. And if they mention <laughs> South, people might think they're talking about in hell, hell <laughs> or, or digging a big or, hole. Or Australia, yeah. yeah. But you, but confusingly, of course, you can get to Australia by going east or west as well. <laughs> you know, if you go far enough. <laughs> and of course, you can get there by going north. No, if you go far no, because they no, you go to space then. <laughs> Australia's not <laughs> Australia's not in space, Rufus. Have you not been paying attention to my lesson? No, I really have. I really have been paying attention. And that's why I'm reacting like this. Oh, oh no. Yeah, you mean if the compass is on the floor. Okay, yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, in that case, Australia is north. I forgot about that rule. <laughs> I just never understood there, it. There were only two rules and I forgot one of them, but I mean... <laughs> That's understandable. They're both so difficult to hold on to. Mm. They're both such slippery rules that no human can understand. Yeah. But I think we're all there now. I think we all understand. We all understand now. And what we understand... I mean, what we understand is, you know, everyone's going to have a different experience of it. Some people are going to understand that I'm an idiot. But... I... And, and some some people worryingly aren't. Yes. And some they're... people are listening going, yeah, I think he's got a point. They're my friends. <laughs> yeah. Right, so at the moment we are outside the World Heritage Centre with the journalists. Unseen by those below, a black-clad figure materialises in mid-air. Fucking hell. And underarm, and this, I always assume, like, when I see that in your stage directions, I assume that you're just using, like, actually, you just, like, walk around a corner or something. But in this, you actually, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, hovers over the and desk. Or... materialise. <laughs> I'm just so used to the words like that. Appears. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man appear... If first. a man appeared in midair, that would just mean that he came out a door. Yeah. But if he materialises, that means he, he spins around in a circle, in going warp, warp. Yeah, yeah. Then dematerialises and then rematerialises yeah. next to a Wall. Yeah, Doctor Who comes out. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. No, it was only at first. I just I saw that and I went, oh, yeah, someone walked around a corner. But <laughs> no, no, in this script, people do materialise. Yeah. So a black clad figure materialises in midair. Wow. Underarm webbing Underarm allows webbing. him to soar gracefully downward towards a BBC correspondent who is giving a report. Wait, is this inside or outside? This is outside now. Okay. Beyond the protesters, you can see, but here, but. Mr Collins, can you <laughs> speak more clearly, please? No, I can't. I don't like the BBC either. Yeah. See, beyond the protesters, you can see... <laughs> beyond the protesters, you can see... 
Beyond the protesters you can see here behind me, who will lose their jobs, economic experts have voiced understandable concern that with the majority of the world reliant on one company for its energy needs, we may be headed for a fall. The correspondent is cut short as the falling man crashes on his head. <laughs> fucking joke, I'm a joke, I'm part of a joke, I said I'm a joke, shit. <laughs> Little Howard dreamed of being a writer, and so we sat Thanks for listening to this episode of The Worst Writer in the World. We hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> buy, buy milk, buy milk, milk. <laughs> yeah, me too. Buy milk, milk. He's a stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer. Yeah.